Welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. Join Dr. Frank Anderson and Lisa Berry in exploring new ways to live in this chaotic world and find peace and joy in the most unlikely places. Hello and welcome to the Exploring Awareness Podcast. It's a conversation between two people exploring different ways to be aware of how we can connect to our sense of peace and love and joy, even in the most unlikely places or circumstances. I'm Lisa and Frank's here. How are you doing, Frank? Hey, Lisa. I'm doing great. I am having a lot of circumstances right now. <laughs> we all are. But I am ready to, to discuss and explore awareness with you and the audience and uh, happy to be here and looking forward to what's going to come today from somewhere. Good information for us to chew on. That always cracks me up because I try to do these like, you know, I'm a radio personality. So I do these little intros and then you you get every word that I say and I'm like circumstances. And you're like, yes, we're having a lot of circumstances. And I'm like, OK, so the good news is you heard me on which everybody wants to be heard. And I like that. But like then I think, I, is that the wrong word? Is that the right word? Is, it, is that what we're talking about? So don't forget I, I'm a doctor. So I, I listen. Right? OK, well, and I'm an overthinker. So right off the bat, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, what did that mean? I know what, you love to figure things out. I do. That's like, I used to say that's my hobby, figuring people out. You used to say that on the podcast all the time. I haven't yeah. heard you say that lately. Hmm. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder what's going on. Well, I think I have learned a lot from you. And one of the things that I learned, and I don't even know if we discussed this in the podcast or it's just something you told me in a conversation is like, I don't know, you, Lisa, you don't have to figure everything out. You know, it can just be. And I thought, Oh, really? I don't actually. And how, how freeing is that? That I don't, you know, sometimes something will happen and I'll think, what does that mean? Oh, I don't, it doesn't matter. I don't have to figure it out. <laughs> so, and that, that it leads to less stress and anxiety and more comfort. And where does that come from? Where does, you think you need to figure everything out come from? No, your advice to not try to figure everything out. Oh, because I'd like to know uh, <laughs> where, where, where that comes from that you want to figure everything out. Well, you know, it's one of those things that doesn't make sense sometimes. And, and I'm quite sure that, that some listeners now are saying, what do you mean you, you don't figure things out? And certainly there are things to figure out. <clears throat> like I got to figure out every day how to, get the patient computer chart thing to work. And I got to figure out, I got to use my brain and I got to have problems to solve. And that's normal. But you know, there's probably another part of our thoughts and our emotions and our, our perceptions and our stories, you know, and our habits that we's like, we got to figure this out. And sometimes, you know, we got to win. And so, you know, so the, our brains are programmed in certain ways. Um, I got to figure this person out. Um, what does this person want? Or, you know, how is this going to affect me in the future? Like conniving and figuring and all these things, which, which are stories that come up in the brain. And I think we've all learned to do that for lots of different reasons. So when we talk about exploring awareness and becoming mindful of the thoughts, mindful of the emotions then you can kind of start seeing that play out, right? And when you start seeing it playing out, you're like, to what purpose is this serving? 
This is like taking me out of the present moment. It's taking me out potentially of being in relationship with someone and, and, and using your, your brain to kind of create something else that may or, or may not exist. So I think it's almost a survival technique and also a learned thing that we all do, which is fine. It, I'm not judging you or anyone for it, but we're, we have this opportunity to see it happening and see if it actually is being helpful. So when you've had some realizations about this, Lisa, what was going through your mind to figure people out or figure things out? And was it helpful or not? Well, of course, now that you talk about it and I think about it, it's uh, well, it's probably a protection thing. It's almost like a, like a lion cub in the jungle. I want to figure this yeah. person out. Am I safe? Do they like me? Is everything okay right now? So if I can assess the territory, and that mean, for me means figuring out the per- Are they friend or foe? Really, that's what I think it comes down to. Friend or foe, and, and maybe there's some curiosity about them too. You like figuring out, you know. Yeah, that would be nice. But now I'm thinking it's, <laughs> I'm beating myself up already and thinking, well, that wasn't a healthy habit. <laughs> you know, it's like, it, like, I mean, do you worry about what people think about you? Well, first of all, it's really natural to like look in the past and say, oh, I did that and that wasn't good. So now is a chance to be aware of your judgment and aware of the past. And, you know, in the context of what we're talking about, those kind of things in the past are gone, right? Mm -hmm. The future is yet to come, present moment. So if you've seen what you've done in the past that wasn't working for you, there's no need to judge it. It's over. And so it drops off uh, as opposed to letting go. Uh, we have an episode on that, but you know, it kind of, it can drop off. You know, if, if you realize that those habits were in the past, they just drop off. And, you know, in a patient situation too, it's not that I'm figuring it, it out. Although, yes, I have to put things together, right? Um, Symptoms and physical exam findings and things like that. But there's a difference between figuring out and being present. And sometimes people will come in, patients will come in and they maybe they've seen other doctors, right? And and they haven't had their questions answered or they don't understand and I like to just sit back and let people ask as many questions as they have and um, answer them. And then, and then when they run out of questions, then we can actually, you know, start the visit. <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? It's like, no, what is it? How does it, what is it? I'm, well, I think people come in there and they're trying to figure things out. Right. Right. And asking yeah. all these questions. And a lot of them are because they're, they're worried and, you know, should they drink coffee and can they ride in an airplane and can they dye their hair and, you know, lots of, lots of questions because it's, it's, it, people have questions. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to understand it. Then once the questions are over, then we can actually be present with each other. Oh. Does that make sense? And Yeah. And, and if you, this is your first time listening, Frank is an OBGYN. So you're probably dealing with a lot of women who are expecting or worried about women health issues. Yes, I deal with women. I deal with their mothers. I deal with their husbands and their husband's <laughs> mothers. 
and uh, everybody's got questions. I think that's such an interesting approach, though. So you, they come in and you let them ask all their questions. Yeah. And then you start the visit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it gets into a, like a conflict. I'm trying right. to do this and they're trying to do this. And yeah. it's like a, it's like you may have had a doctor like that before just trying to get, get it over with. And, right. and that's not a satisfying visit. This is similar to, to figuring it out, you know, similar to, to having a mindset, a certain type of mindset that um, may not be so productive. You know, it may actually be counterproductive if you're, if you're just not, if you're not just letting what is, you know, be what it is. So maybe that's part of what we're talking about, letting it letting what is be what it is. And so if someone comes with a lot of questions and, and, you know, I happen to see people who may have seen other doctors who didn't answer their questions. Mm. So I get referrals in and, um, you know, so they're ready to, they've got an idea of what this is going to be, be like, you know, and they got a certain mindset. And I teach the students too, um, to, to just be with what, what is and uh, not trying to figure things out because every patient encounters very different and very unique. I have to tell you though, that is not as easy as it sounds. And I often have to make a conscious effort to do that. Something will happen and I'll just start judging it or assessing it or trying to figure it out. I'll go, no, wait, you don't have to do that. What's going to be the benefit of doing that? You don't have to do that. And then it's kind of like getting on a merry-go-round and going, we, this merry-go-round is going to move whether I analyze it or figure it out or not. And I'm going to enjoy the ride a lot more if I don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the point that you then know that you're judging Hmm. is the point of awareness. And to help you get to that point of awareness we do these practices, mindfulness of the breath, like when we do the guided meditations, which we'll have at the end, we always start with the breath because it's like, oh, I've been breathing and now mm-hmm. I'm stopping to know that I'm breathing. And so that's a good way to get started with this idea of being aware of what's going on. It's not just about being mindfulness of the breath, mindful of the breath. It's about being aware so then we do mindfulness of the body, you know, because the body is another easy thing to be aware of. And once you can kind of get that idea going and practice that, then exactly what you experience is like, oh, I'm judging right now. It might be easier to do when you're sitting in meditation, but once you get some practice and experience with that, then when you're with your friends, coworkers, family, children especially it's like wait you know wait a minute i'm actually saying things that maybe my parents taught me that i thought was true but it's really not how i feel about it you know it's like you 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 stop and you become aware that you're kind of on autopilot that's the key right there when you catch yourself figuring people out catch yourself being judgmental does that resonate well, I think, first of all, we need to point out there's a difference between being aware and, and judging, because I think some people might hear, oh, being aware means you are trying to figure it out. And being aware just means being aware doesn't mean trying to figure it out. Yeah, well, we have like, you know, 29 other episodes. <laughs> right, right. I like what you said 
about not judging it, about just being aware and not trying to figure it out and not getting taken away from the present moment by just being aware. That's what awareness does, right? right. There's not an, a judgment component in, aware, in awareness. There's a lot of people, too, who say, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? <laughs> yeah. Right. Sometimes letting go of being right leads to much more happiness. So you don't have to figure it out. You don't have to be right. You just be. And I think you'll be much more relaxed, I think. Well, we were just reading Adyashante, listening to something that he said and wrote. And I, I was really struck by that metaphor. He was saying, clear the deck. You know, if you're interested in this approach, clearing the deck. And that kind of means just starting on a blank slate. It means you're aware of all of these things that are going on, but you're starting from just a place of presence, you know? None of that matters. What, it, what matters is what's right in front of you, mm-hmm. you know? and it's a blank slate. And so in a way, that's how I'm treating each patient as they come in as a blank slate without any preconceived ideas, you know, just what is going on right now. Well, I also liked when he said you have to clear out what you think you know to make room for what you can learn. Because if you think you have it all figured out, and if you think you know it already, then you're not leaving any space to learn anything new. Yeah, that was, I loved that quote. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. So clearing the deck and kind of emptying the space out so you yes. can learn something new. Exactly. Exactly. And when he said that, he was also, don't, I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, I don't know. And, and that's a hard thing for anybody to say, especially a doctor. Doctors right. say, oh. yeah. But to say I don't know means means it doesn't mean you're you're dumb and doesn't mean you don't have you know intelligence. But but you know it's like having a blank slate, wiping the deck. It's like oh you know what I and approaching this like I don't know. You know, and there's a there's an innocence to that. There's a purity to that. There's a openness to that that allows you then to take in new information. Do you remember what other word he used? What he said, intimacy. That two people can achieve intimacy by being open and listening and admitting maybe they don't know that 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 brings you closer in conversation. Right, right. Because if you're in there in a conversation to win, right, <laughs> you yeah. know, there's a winner and a loser. And that does not create intimacy. And, no. you know, and that happens all the time, don't you think? All the time. So, Lisa, there's a Buddhist quote that I really like that this reminds me of, you know, that's in older language, but but it says the winner sows hatred because the loser suffers. Hmm. Let go of winning and losing and find joy. Oh, can you say that one more time? That was awesome. Yeah. The winner sows hatred because the loser suffers. Let go of winning and losing and find joy. All right, I'm starting my needlepoint right now. (laughs) 
Oh, you're going to put that on a pillow? Don't you think that should be in everybody's house or uh, set at everybody's wedding or, you know, some sort of relationship vow if you're, if you're going to be with somebody? Because That's a th- really good point. That's so true. Yes, that's a great, great idea. I think a lot of people, when they start taking each other for granted and it, you just start having these conversations and I'm right and you're wrong and I win and you lose and they could just take that approach. It might save a lot of relationships. Right, right. But we have a belief that we have to win. Right. We have a belief that if we lose, we're somehow wrong. And, you know, it brings up that idea of beliefs as well. It's like, where do we get these beliefs from? Where do we we get these ideas from? And, And are they serving us? And so, again, in the context of what we're talking about, okay, what about becoming aware of your beliefs and where they come from? And are they serving you, right? So, so we have all of these beliefs that are unconscious, just like the breath is unconscious. Our mind is set up with all kinds of unconscious things <clears throat> that come out. And so this belief that winning is good and losing is bad, and don't get me wrong, you got to live your life, you got to take care of yourself, you've got to get promoted and things like that. But we're talking about, you know, on a personal level, with these beliefs that are actually not helping, but they could actually be harming because it's like, in this particular case, a belief that winning is somehow better, but it actually, if you can let go of winning and losing and find joy, you've got this intimacy, you've got this presence, you, you can be with someone without that competition over something that probably doesn't mean anything. Bingo. (laughs) That's my turn to have the bingo tonight. (laughs) (laughs) That is such an awesome thought. I mean, come on. Come on. If I mean, I know I'm judging and I'm getting excited, but if if people could just be aware of that and then that's how they approach life, you would it would just bring so much peace. I mean, we're talking about finding peace and love and joy in the most unlikely places. And how about in a cantankerous relationship with somebody who's super competitive and is focused on winning and you, and you realize that there's so much to be achieved by not focusing on that, by being aware of where your ideas come from, being aware of maybe you don't have to be right all the time. And that leads to intimacy and good conversations. And and when, when I'm talking about intimacy, I'm just talking about connection. To me, in this circumstance, that's another word for connection. That's how I'm I'm using it. Exactly. Exactly. And then you can still have differences, you know, I mean, people can have an opinion and that's okay too, right? Right. Yeah. Your opinion has to win out over someone else's opinion or no, I mean, we can all have our opinions and why not? Didn't I just not they say that? Like how boring would it be if we all just thought the same thing and looked at everything the exact same way? Yeah, you're right. Exactly. He also said that (laughs) we're not talking about Becoming a little um, being stepped on. Right. I mean, when you're you're actually part of this process that we're talking about really develops convictions and, and and, you know, you don't lose anything by doing this. And I know it sounds like you might, but you actually gain a whole 
sense of authenticity and um, being in reality that actually gives a lot of, you know, returning to that core, which is your ultimate strength, not these thoughts that come and go. I mean, he's this is this other post. Um, he said, when we put beliefs in neutral, hmm. then a thought is just a thought. And actually, it's not even that. It's just an experience. It's a sound. Hmm. That's all it is. Where did it come from? We don't even know. You can't stop your mind from labeling. You can't stop that from happening. But what if it just labels? What if your mind just labels nothing else? Then it's just a label. I think that is a serious letting go to say it's just a sound. I mean, you really got to step back if, if, that's, if that's higher. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not judging it. I'm just saying that is really stepping back from, from the experience. And it is just a sound. Yeah. You attach the meaning to it based on your beliefs. Yes. And so if you think about where your beliefs come from, that, that's a whole new opening. That's a whole new opportunity. Right. And so, I mean, people have beliefs. <clears throat> people have things that they are guided by, but, but there's also, you know, from my experience, times when you just know and you don't have to put a word to it, you know, you just know, and it's, you don't have to believe it. You just know it, you feel it. But if you do put a word on it mm -hmm. and it turns into something else that other people can interpret, that sound you know so sometimes this just it's a um, silent sense of knowing that means that the beliefs you don't really need a belief it's it's you don't need to believe it anymore because you know it we know people are listening all over the world so i i know I, I do need to say we're in the united states and we have the freedom of our beliefs for the most part, in theory. So we're, I'm grateful for that, that we are allowed to believe what we want. But I like, I'm kind of in a debate with somebody about what you just, what you just talked about a knowing, I feel like I have a knowing of who I am and what my essence is. And I've been kind of fighting for it lately, fighting for it, because I think it's love. And I have to have this conversation and defend myself and say that it's an I just know it I can't I don't want to put words or sounds to it and it's not an ego thing it's a knowing so that's my knowing I'm not sure what knowing you're saying you have some knowings of your own as well right well right and, and my knowings it's hard to put a word to it right but, yeah but but isn't it doesn't it feel good to you oh. Oh my goodness! It feels great. It feels great. It's it's um, it just feels very authentic and yeah, like it's coming from within and yes. uh, and uh, and there's also a sense of unity around that, right? There's a it's not mm. it, it's not just my knowing. It's kind of the knowing of the of the war of the universe in a way. I mean, it's see you can't start putting words to it, right? Right? Because then you're gonna People could easily judge what I just said, and um, which is fine. But just know that you're judging, right? Um, right. You don't, because I can't really tell you 
what the knowing is, but I am suggesting that you try it and see if you get a sense of knowing. Well, how would one go about that? Well, I think that um, I think the best way to do that is not obviously, and I say this every time, is not thinking it through. Mm-hmm. I think that exploring awareness, these mindfulness techniques can lead to some kind of realization of some of some knowing of something larger. So, you know, we talk about exploring awareness as something we're we're learning together. But, you know, after resting as awareness, there's can be a realization of something deeper. But again, that's an experiential thing. And I'm using these words so people can take that as a guide to trying it themselves. The phrase resting is awareness, I, I both love and maybe not so much love it. I think it's when I hear it, because I get it now. It took me a long time to figure out what does resting as awareness mean. And because it did take me so long, I kind of, I kind of wrestle with it still. Yeah, but, good. Why is that good? Well, because it's that I don't know. Uh, right. Okay. It's I don't know. And if you know, then it, then there's no room for the for something new. Mm. <laughs> you know, and that uh, is new. That's great. Say that one more time. I'm sorry, I keep asking you to repeat things, but that that's a really good thought. Yeah, the, the I don't know. The I don't, so, so if you know, and if you if you're or you don't think you know or whatever, those type of things are filling in. And if you don't know and just stop, try something different, then you open yourself up to something new. And that is a perfect example of why you shouldn't feel bad saying, I don't know, or why you shouldn't feel bad admitting you don't understand because it's a learning process. And the minute you do that, you're opening up the room for something new. And that's what this is whole podcast is is all about that awareness and that awareness to finding something new and then finding a new way to find peace and love and joy which is always there i i can't i think about that every almost every single day if you're having a sad moment or a bad moment and you think i'm not happy and then i think i am happy i'm just covering it up that is such a powerful thought and if i didn't get it and if i was closed off to it i wouldn't have it in my life Right, but, right, but, right. Exactly. If you like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Let's find a different podcast. To right. <laughs> <laughs> These two whack jobs have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't. It doesn't. In, in a lot of ways, it doesn't make make sense to the thinking mind. And then all the thoughts, you know, crowd out the opportunity for something new. Right. But I mean, I I think about it. I mean, I'm in the car and I'm driving and then somebody cuts you off and you're thinking, man, that's just one more thing. I'm not having a good day. I'm not happy right now. And then I have to say, stop, Lisa. It's a choice. And the joy is always there. That is one of the first things we learned from Dr. Frank Anderson, that the joy is always there. We just cover it up. So sometimes I just have to dig a little deeper, but there it is. And it's, and it's a choice and I'm open to that. And at first, if I didn't understand it, I 
finally figured it out and there was room for it. There was room in the inn Beautiful. for joy in my life. There you go. There you go. And, you know, and I learned that from my teachers as well. So, you know, this is just a continuation of these things that have been taught for thousands of years. Yeah. And are helpful, especially in these chaotic times, which we always talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's because these chaotic times are in some ways forcing us to do this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, what, what else? I mean, what else can you, can you imagine happening? Well, you can imagine things, but, but, but every day brings a whole nother right. unlikely situation. <laughs> right. And every, every week we talk about that. And then every week it, something else happens. Yeah. And it's like, we got to stop. Maybe it's our fault. Maybe we should stop saying that. And it's like, all is well. There's peace in the world. And the peace comes from, I mean, peace comes from within, doesn't it? Well, sure. And, and like we, like we've talked about before, uh, I like the um, hurricane metaphor. There's an eye of stillness mm. in a hurricane and your choice. Right. You want to be out in the storm or you want to be in the eye. It's, it is your choice, even though it may not seem like it is, um, you do have a choice, but the choice has to start with an intention <laughs> to get to the eye and, uh, and a commitment to doing some practices that will allow you to realize that. And let's go over the practices one more time because I have another question that goes along with that. But the practice of being meditation and being aware? Well, there are lots of practices. And in this podcast, we use meditation and the practice of meditation. And we use mindfulness techniques to help us open ourselves to a deeper place of awareness so that's the technique that we use here but i think you know people who do yoga can have that same technique people who go fly fishing may have that you know people who do whatever opens them up to their core you know being in nature all those type of things but i like meditation because i really like the fact that starting by being aware of your breath and if and if you work with that for a while that's like a doorway to to this it's a very clear thing you can do now it's not easy and most people well i shouldn't say most but there a lot of people say well i could never do that my mind is going too fast so there again the door is closed mm. But if there's a little little faith, it's like, yes, there is something, another way, then, and you're listening to this podcast, then why not try being aware of the breath? And even though your mind might wander, you can still go back to the breath, and maybe you'll go to the breath for one second, but then maybe you can do it for two seconds, and then maybe for a little bit more. But if you, if you just say, well, I can't do it, you'll never learn something new. But if you start to do it, you say, I'm breathing, something that seems so obvious, but 
the awareness of breathing that we're talking about is a deeper awareness. So it was like, oh, I didn't actually realize that I've been breathing my whole life. It's been unconscious. It's been going on. And now there's like a taking a step back and seeing that you're breathing. So that's the first technique. Then the next technique is being aware of the body. It's like you do the body scan and you're like, oh my gosh, my shoulder muscles were so tight. Now that I'm aware of them, they're relaxing. Oh, you know, my body feels different, feels alive. It's like my feet are there, you know, all these parts of your body. And then we take that same idea of mindfulness then to thoughts. So it's like, just like you're breathing, just like your body might be tense, your brain is like creating all of these thoughts. And then the emotions, and we have that podcast called, Oh, Those Emotions, this episode. You, you know, you get to sit in a chair and watch these things happen like a movie. But the, but the part of you that's in the chair is in this awareness place that's just taking this all in without judgment. You know, it just, it's just happening. If you're starting to judge, that's again a, a kind of a thought and emotion. So, so you keep coming back into that awareness place. So that's, that's what we're talking about, the technique of being aware. Now, what happens with that is very personal at that point. So I can guide you to that point, but to really experience it, it's a very personal thing for you and you alone. But the interesting thing is your awareness and my awareness and everyone else's awareness, that deep awareness is the same. And so there's a way we're in unity in that awareness place. But again, these are realizations that you may come to when you do more of this practice. I feel like we're halfway through the meditation already. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was a that was a description of the meditation. And maybe yes, that might have moved you into a meditation space, but yeah, that but that's a, that was meant to be a description of what we do during meditation. But you're right, there's there's a once you start to experience it, right, mm -hmm. it, there's an overlap. And I mean, my experience is after having meditated for many, many, many years, that the day seems like a meditation sometimes. Mm. Not always. I get pulled out of it. But, you know, there's a way that you move around with awareness, and that's kind of like what you were doing on the cushion. So remember early on, I said meditation is a pilot project. It's like a sampler. It's a tape. You do it at home for 10, 15, 20 30, 40 minutes. It's not just to do that. You know, it's it's to, it's to have your day be different. You know, your day will be different. The mornings that you meditate versus the days that you don't. So to say meditation is another thing on your to-do list, it's, it, it's really not the way to look at it. Meditation is like, 
it's your opportunity to reconnect to this deeper place so that you move through the world with presence and love and peace and joy and happiness and authenticity. And, uh, and if you get distracted by noises from my computer, then you can be aware of that too. <laughs> right. I don't know how to. I'm, I'm not trying to figure it out. I'm just letting it be. <laughs> Let it happen. Right? Yeah, there's something, some messages coming to me from somewhere, and I do not know where it is coming. Uh oh. So I'm ready to meditate since I'm halfway there. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. To- well, okay, this is- we started out by talking about your ideas about figuring things out. And we've ended up with this kind of awareness place. So does that connect with you? Do you Can you just make a final comment about that? I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like it's, conversation should not be a competition. And I know that's easier said than done. I know some people who are very into sports and athletics, and they see everything as a competition. And I always say, I just want to be better than I was the day before. I'm really don't want to feel like I'm competing with anybody else, especially in a conversation, because conversations are connection. And as we learn from Adyashanti, connection in a in an open, honest conversation can lead to intimacy. And admitting that maybe you don't know something clears a space for you to learn something. And it's you shouldn't be judged by admitting that you don't know something. So just you know, it goes back to rule number one that I learned in my sociology class in college that open and honest communication is so important to all relationships. So, yeah, I think that that's I learned that. And, I, you know, just being admitting that you don't know, leave space to learn something new. So let's 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 use that concept for our meditation tonight. Okay. And so to start the meditation, and this is how I recommend you start at home when you meditate, too, is just, just you're, you're here now, and um, don't turn the podcast off now. This is the important part. <laughs> Being in your chair or pulling off on the side of the road and sitting in your car or wherever you find yourself. And, you know, we've had this conversation, you're already a little bit focused, but focus in on yourself in the chair. And whatever's going on outside, just for the next 20 minutes, Let's just let whatever happens, happens. Dog barks, the ducks quack, the computer goes off. It's, it's all grist for the mill. And your mind might be distracted or judging or whatever. And that's also grist for the mill. So we're here as best we can be the present moment. Feeling your body. Let yourself relax in the chair. And then bring your attention or your awareness to this 
miracle happening in your chest. And just take in a nice deep breath. And let it out. And take another one. And let it out. And then just let your body breathe naturally. And use this very special time to just let yourself be aware of this simple thing going on in your body. As if it's the first time you ever noticed that this is happening. And you can feel the air and the air moving in and out of your nose and your chest wall moving. And then all the exchange of carbon dioxide and oxygen in the lungs. It's all amazing process. but just the sweetness of it, the gentleness of it, the life-giving nature of it. And so awareness knows that it's happening. And this isn't a belief, it's just a felt sense. Now, The mind and the body can be doing things that distract you. And so just a brief scan, body scan of your feet, ankles, lower legs, knees, upper legs, pelvis, abdomen, your back, your hands, your wrists, your forearms, your elbows, your upper arms, back to your neck. All right, so just be 
present to your body with all of its places that feel good and places that might ache. And then moving up your head and being aware of your head and your hair and your ears and all the muscles of your face. Inside your head, all of those thoughts and all of those beliefs and all of those ideas. And then awareness is there. So awareness is like a, there's, there's only the awareness of the thoughts, but awareness itself is not having thoughts. It's like you're, it's like sweeping the deck clear to this place of acceptance of whatever happens. And so any of those ideas of how your kids should act, how your spouse should act, how your boss should act, how your friends should have a political belief one way or another. Just wipe that clear to see those and from the place of awareness just blank and then whatever arises to awareness just be aware of it and then rest as awareness and so thoughts come, but under this umbrella of awareness, they just dissolve back into awareness. And so then when a judgment comes up, it just gets transformed into awareness of judgment. It doesn't hold a charge. When the need to figure someone out comes up, like aware of that transforms that into awareness. And so being able to do that, be a big relief. It feels like peace. It feels like, like a joy. It's something else is here, right here. 
it's it's loving yourself and loving others. There's a generosity in you doing this. so that you can rest as awareness and use words like peace and love and joy and generosity and wisdom to describe something that you are experiencing. It's not, you don't believe it. It's just, you just know it because it's there. And so there's a sense of freedom and perhaps an ability to connect at this level. And the winning and the losing don't matter in the field of awareness. You're letting go or it's falling off and finding joy. And so perhaps you are experiencing that. Or perhaps your mind is still racing which in that case, you could go back to the breath and go back and practice being aware of the breath. Body, thoughts, and be kind to yourself and just repeat that. There's no doing this wrong but there's also a lot of habitual energy. And so if you're aware of your, that's habits. Maybe that's an opening. And we won't get it right the first time. And we won't get it right the hundred thousandth time either. But it's in the practice and in the experience that something new that you really didn't think was possible is now opening to you. And so please try this 
so that you have that uh, exercise, your opportunity in this life to find that freedom and joy from someplace outside of your thoughts and habits and beliefs and needing to win and all the things we've been taught would bring us happiness. And we're all on this journey together. And uh, we won't be throwing stones from the side. Or throwing stones at ourselves. Okay, so we'll end there. Take a couple of deep breaths. And open your eyes and stretch. So Lisa, how do you feel? I feel relaxed. I always enjoy your meditations. I'm always grateful for them. So thank you. You're welcome. How do you feel? I also feel very relaxed. I mean, when I'm doing that kind of meditation, I'm meditating myself. And Oh, good. That's how I meditate anyway, when I'm by myself. You know, I don't talk, <laughs> but it's the same thing. I go through the same thing every time. Do you think like that to yourself? Um, I don't think it, I just do it. Aha. Uh -huh. And so when I'm doing the guided meditations, I'm putting it into words. At least the guide, you know, is a guided meditation. It's a guide. So the words describe as best as possible what I'm doing. But, um, but really it's, it's, it's some, another deeper experience. Than a, than a thought or a word or, or a sound. Well, if you had a thought or a deep experience and you want to share it with us, you can email us at exploringawareness at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and in outer space, apparently. <laughs> Since the aliens are now listening. Well, it will be. I, I wish I knew where that was coming from. <laughs> We're not going to judge it. We're just going to let it happen. And just one more fun part of our podcast, right? I just want to thank you all for joining us in the podcast. And I will encourage you to take some time to work on, you know, experiencing some of these things. And, and if you don't have time, don't judge yourself. But um, I really do wish you all well. Yes, and thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. See you soon. 
This podcast is not an attempt to practice medicine or provide specific medical advice, nor does use of this information establish a physician-patient relationship. Listening to this podcast does not replace medical consultation with a qualified health or medical professional to meet the health and medical needs of you or others. If you are having problems, please see your primary care provider or your local mental health professional.